Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter at The Roy Green Show. And remember, you can listen back to anything that we are anytime by going to my show page on any of the Chorus Radio Station's websites that carry this program, like the station you're listening to right now. I just want to say one other thing about what's happening with these good people right across North America and beyond. They're being left out, and they're being ignored, and they're being harmed. And you remember my uh, conversation with the former Minister of Health, Federal Minister of Health, on this issue of chronic pain patients, and there was no answer. The minister had no answer because governments, and I believe also medical colleges, don't really care that much about the chronic pain patients. I know there are people who take exception to that, but that's been my conclusion based on what I've, I've seen, heard, and spoken to people about. You've heard uh, doctors like Dr. Lynn Webster on this program from the United States. You're going to hear another uh, doctor in the next week or two. And uh, we've spoken with Canadian doctors who've said the same thing, that they have totally frustrated because they cannot look after their patients the way they need to. Because they feel intimidated. The colleges say there's no reason to feel intimidated because, Martin, we're not telling you to cut them off, but you're doing it. Well, why are they doing it? If you're not telling them, why are they doing it? It's a very sad situation. And people are being unduly harmed. I mean, I keep thinking about one phone call that we made to one guest in Vermont, and I don't want to repeat it right now, because it ended very, very badly for the uh, for the husband and the father of the mother and or the daughter and wife we were talking to, and it's it's just a terrible situation where people who need what they've been getting all their lives or for many years of their lives to provide them some quality of life, they're not getting it anymore. And what's really troubling me, I have to say this, what's really troubling me today is that I know that somebody I know personally is considering the unthinkable. Why? Because that person has been cut off the medications that make life bearable. And there's not a damn thing in the world I can do about it. I've always felt I can help a lot of people through a lot of things. But I can't do anything about this one. Because nobody's going to step up to help, and I can't make it happen. And I know she's not the only one. 
Anyway, it's the end of the weekend, and it's time for us to get caught up with what's going on in the world elsewhere. And here from global.ca, with lifestyle information, is Marilee Sirecco. Thanks, Roy. Here's a question for all you parents out there. What would you do if your child broke or destroyed something in a store? One woman in Georgia simply grabbed her child and fled, which experts say is a big no-no. The kid in question ruined a $1,600 eyeshadow display at a Sephora store, and onlookers were horrified. Presumably, the toddler, who was left unattended while mom shopped, mistook the Makeup Forever display for finger paints and went full Jackson Pollock on them. Unfortunately, when mom came upon the scene of colorful carnage, she grabbed the kid and ran, instead of owning up to her own negligent behavior. Our experts offer advice on how to manage that kind of situation responsibly. No doubt, raising kids is a tireless and sometimes thankless task, but it can be made even more difficult when those kids aren't your own. Unfortunately, not every blended family ends up as harmonious as the Brady Bunch. But it's not hopeless. You can make an effort to bond with your stepkid by taking an interest in their life, spending time with them, and finding ways to show you love them. Despite what we've seen in the movies, the step-parent-stepchild relationship doesn't have to be fraught, though you may have to put up with some attitude along the way. Maybe all you need is a little time to yourself. Parenting burnout is real, and it can have a negative impact on every aspect of your life, including make you feel detached from your kids. Experts say there are a host of benefits to giving yourself a break, whether that's going to the spa or organizing a weekend getaway, or even just making time for a quiet cup of tea or a peaceful bath. No matter how you find your you time, you'll come back refreshed and ready to tackle the greatest kid dilemmas. But before you start filling the tub with suds for your relaxing bath, ask yourself when was the last time you washed your loofah? What about your razor? How long has that thing been hanging from your shower caddy? Can't remember? Then it's time to change them. If you think about it, your bathroom is a veritable petri dish of germs that float in the air at all times. After all, it's where you go to wash up, slough off, and, well, flush down. We've got the dirt on how often you should wash or replace your most used bathroom items, because, let's face it, they're probably super gross. You know what else is gross? That overly processed, preservative, and additive-laden lunch you picked up on the fly this afternoon. Not to be too judgy, but ew. We've launched a new series where we go into the kitchens of nutritionists to learn what they eat and how they nourish themselves on a daily basis. First up, a white bean avocado toast recipe that packs as much flavor as it does good-for-you nutrients. Trust us, by the time you're done devouring this dish, you'll never want to pull up to a drive through window again. You're welcome. But if there's one person you should be thanking this week, it's Caitlin Mirren, a PhD candidate from Queen's University who made a groundbreaking cancer discovery. She isolated a compound that could be effective in preventing the spread of cancerous cells. Although it could take up to eight years before the discovery can be put to use, early results from the U.S. National Cancer Institute have been very positive. Way to make Canada proud, Caitlin. That's just a sampling of the smart news from the Smart Living team this week. Check out more at globalnews.ca. So there's Marilisa Recco with Smart Living. I love that bathroom stuff. I've just been thinking about how long this stuff's been hanging in my bathroom or my shower stall. All right. Uh, email or other text that I just received on what we were talking about uh, with um, chronic pain patients. Any physician who refuses to prescribe legitimately required pain medication because they place more emphasis on their license then the quality of life of the patient is not worthy of their medical license if that refusal to prescribe results in the 
untimely death of the patient. I hope the surviving next of kin have their doctor charged with criminal negligence causing death. Isn't that interesting? We've had uh, one of our guests tell us that they've already instructed their estate if they die because of the withholding of medication, because they'll exercise the right to die legislation, that they want the estate to sue the college. And that was in British Columbia. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you back here on the Chorus Radio Network next Saturday. Bye-bye.